Welcome back to another episode of In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Today, I'll be joined by digital marketing strategist and the shop contributor, Barry Alt. Alt is the owner and founder of Motorhead Digital, a firm that specializes in digital marketing for restoration, performance, race, and restyling shops. In this episode, we'll discuss the importance of maintaining a digital footprint, some of the must-haves for your shop's website, and much more. But first, let's hear from the sponsor of this month's episode, Lear Group. Your truck is your do-all, work, play, and everything in between. Be prepared for where life takes you with the Ultra Groove electric cover and the bed slide cargo drawer. We're committed to help you store, protect, organize, and access your gear better than anyone. Lear truck caps and tonneaus help you remain ready for anything. I'm here with Barry Alt, founder and owner of Motorhead Digital. Uh, Barry, thanks for joining us. Uh, first off, could you tell us a little bit about Motorhead Digital and what you guys do over there? Yeah, we're a um, digital marketing agency. We've been in business 25 years, and our focus is auto restoration, performance, restyling, and race shops. And we help with a lot of organic marketing, SEO, website development, things like that, really working mm -hmm. to help our customers get found online. That's the bottom line. Okay. Um, so, I mean, in your time, you, you mentioned you've been in business for 25 years. So what are some of the common problems you see from shops you work with when it comes to digital marketing and online presence? And uh, how do you typically help those shops address those problems? Yeah, we took and um, what we've found is that a lot of shops, they're super busy right now. Everybody knows that they're, they're, they're busy. It, mm -hmm. It's hard to find help. And we found that they tend to start ignoring their website and their online presence. Mm -hmm. And we did a survey that found of over 450 shops, non-scientific, that 55% of them didn't have a professional website or is out of date. It had really old information on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also found that shops, 40% of shops hadn't as far as online presence, one of the key things is uh, your Google My Business Profiler or GMB, they used to call it. They keep changing the name, but 40% <laughs> of them hadn't claimed it or optimized it. And, and so how, uh, how have you been helping shops kind of address those problems? Yeah, so what, what we tend to do is we have some internal tools that we've developed where we take and do a survey, ask them lots of questions about their business. And then we do an online survey of where they're showing up online, how many listings they have, citations, how their main keywords are trending online, how they're ranking and, and get an understanding of, are they visible online? Is, mm -hmm. did they claim their Google, my business and are there other listings and where they could show up? Like if they're in associations like SEMA and other organizations, are they listed there properly, right? Um, because when people are searching for a business to, for a product or service, they're doing searches online. Unless they heard of the, a shop, they just are doing random searches. And if sometimes a website doesn't show up, but other listings do. So people find you in a kind of roundabout way sometimes. Yeah. So we help them build their digital footprint, get that really solid. 
and also start looking at their website and what they can do to show up better in search and things like that. Okay. And, and you mentioned the digital footprint. Um, what does that look like? I mean, how active do shops need to be online? How widespread does their name need to be online? Uh, just what does that look like for your typical shop? Yeah. Good question. Um, your digital footprints, everything from your website to your Google My Business page, to your, a Bing page, to a listing on association, to all of your social media. There's a lot of shops that, because social media does show up in search as well. And you want to have the name, address, phone number, all the pertinent information across all of those listings or wherever you're showing up online needs to be accurate. It needs to be the same, same name, same address, same phone number. And especially for businesses that have moved a lot, and if you're relying on local um, area to get your customers, Google doesn't like to, to see that your information is inaccurate across. It's, it's all over the place, right? So Google, mm -hmm. that'll affect you in search as well. So we use some tools to figure that out and then put together a strategy on fixing all of that. Okay. Um, what, what are some of the first steps? I mean, from not just from Motorhead Digital's perspective, but for any shop owner, if they're just trying to put together a marketing plan for themselves, by themselves, what, what kinds of things would you tell them to look for, to plan out, um, and to kind of hone in on when they're building that strategy? Yeah. Well, we have a, I have a quote that, that a George Patton quote, actually, it says, good tactics can save even the worst strategy, but bad tactics will destroy even the best strategy. So a lot of people will start with tactics, Google ads, things like that. Mm -hmm. you, you have to under, you can't start there. You have to start with, you have to get, we say, get clarity, figure out your strategy and then focus on your tactics. So when I say get clarity, um, you really got to understand what's your, your favorite, who's your favorite customer you want to work with. Look at them and look at, even talk to them, current customers, try to understand in our business, we call the persona. How do they interact online? Where do they um, spend their time online? If they're a high value mm -hmm. customer, they're probably on LinkedIn. They're probably not on Facebook. If they're a CEO or an executive or something like that, mm -hmm. if you're spending time on Facebook and they're over on LinkedIn, you're not going to get in front of those people. So we say, start, start with your understanding your customer first, figure out where they, they live online, where they spend their time. And then put together a strategy of how, how to get in front of them, whether it's consistent posting on you know, social media platforms, whether it's doing email marketing or developing blog content, educational content of how you run your shop, how you work with your customers. That can also be shared online. It's great for social, for SEO, things mm -hmm. like that. Then, then use tactics like tools to do email marketing, Google AdWords, things like that. Okay. And, and so you mentioned that you want to find out where they live online. Um, how would you suggest shop owners decide what, how would you decide what would uh, be appropriate for your desired customer? Yeah, I think um, we, we follow a lot of shops on Instagram, for example, and there's a lot of them that post consistently, very good content of what's happening in their shop. We have other ones that are posting mm -hmm. on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Um, but, and they've, and the ones that are consistent 
have a really good message that ha and have a lot of followers, they've done their homework. They know their customers inside and out. And I know a lot of people mm -hmm. say, yeah, I, I know my customers. It's a car guy. Well, you know what? There's different levels, right? What are they interested in? What are you interested in working on? Uh, we have one customer mm -hmm. that is a Mopar expert. Okay. His mm -hmm. customers are on LinkedIn and on Instagram. We also do Facebook for them, but a majority of them spend their time on Instagram and LinkedIn. So, and, and we recommend mm -hmm. talking to your current customers. What's that, you know, one customer that you, if every customer was like them, talk to them mm -hmm. and ask them where they, how they heard of you, where they found it, how they search online, you know, do an interview with a current customer and you'll learn a lot from them. And then that gives you kind of a guide of, you know, where you should be doing your uh, directing your digital marketing. Okay. Um, and, and so you touched on Instagram a little bit. I mean, how often do you think, I mean, does it depend on your customer base? How, I mean, how oft active should you be? How often should you be posting on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you decide that needs to be? We do a lot of um, scheduling and posting and creation for our customers. And we like to be more consistent, like three times a week. Sometimes one out, they, mm -hmm. they do some of their own where it's just for the moment stories and things like that. Um, I think, and sometimes you can oversaturate it and people just get sick of seeing your stuff. So you have to, you know, you have to be careful mm -hmm. with that, but there's also, especially with like Facebook where people, if they go to your Facebook page and see that you didn't post for two years, I've been to somewhere. I wonder if the company's even in business. So, you know, at the mm -hmm. minimum, you know, once a week, do something consistent. The, the biggest struggle that we all have with social media is they're changing it every day. Right. So, yeah. um, but yeah, be consistent is the big thing. Uh, you know, if you're going to do it once, once a week, do it once a week. And uh, one of the tools that, that we use is meta business manager that allows you to schedule stuff out. So you can sit down for, or have somebody in your team sit down for, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, and just develop a bunch of content that's scheduled out. And mm -hmm. it even tells you now what, what's the best time to post based on when your followers are online. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think that time investment looks like for, uh, for a shop that um, maybe hasn't done anything like that before? I think the, the initial to, to get, if you're going to really start from zero and haven't done that, you really, we at SEMA, we talked at SEMA last year, we started with a website. You really have to look at your website first and make sure that's up to date. And it really depends on, you know, when's the last time you updated? Is it professional looking? Does it have updated content? Um, if you have somebody in house that can do that, if you get work on it, you know, even a couple hours a week or five hours a week, uh, you know, a couple hours a day, it really depends on how, how far behind you are. I hate to say that, but there are some shops that are, we, we have, we've seen a couple on our survey that looked like their website was built before the internet. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, that's, that's a area where you're not going to want to spend any money on digital marketing or time on building your online presence till you get your website solid. Because if you're sending people to a website that's, that's woefully out of date, 
you're you're mm -hmm. wasting your time sending traffic there right yeah um if it's the average site that we saw it's as simple as maybe an hour a week of updating galleries putting out you know information on you know new products and services that you offer updating you know awards that you've won things like that mm -hmm. um and, and starting so it really depends it's hard to say because it really depends on you know where you're at and in, in, in the course of things right how how much work your website needs what your online presence is like i said we have some tools that we can see where all your listings are and we've mm -hmm. had client uh, prospects that we've looked at and some clients we worked with where we did a um a digital footprint audit and they had three listings and google there's like 35 to 40 that google likes you to have so okay. there's a lot of work to to get those built back up yeah and then there's lots of other ones like uh, one of our customers has over 300 listings wow but it's taken a number of years to get there and the more <laughs> yeah i'm sure yeah and those listings <laughs> we talk about those a lot because those are those are inbound links and the more mm -hmm. quality inbound links they have google will raise your domain authority your importance and it helps show up in search better Your truck works hard and so do you. But when it's time to have fun, be prepared for where life takes you. Lear truck caps and tonneaus help you store, protect, organize, and access your gear better than anyone. Go to lear.com to view our featured products like the Jackrabbit retractable cover and the Bedslide 1500 cargo drawer. Um, a little bit more about the websites. I mean, obviously it, it it's not, you know, one size fits all, but what, in your opinion, what should shops have on their website? Yeah, I think at, at the minimum, there's some basic things every site needs, obviously a homepage, about page, a contact us page. Um, they should have, if it's a, any shop that we're working with, we recommend an image gallery or gallery showing off their work, um, FAQs, you can answer a lot of questions on your website before people even pick up the phone. If you do, um, you know, if you're a SEMA show, if you build for SEMA show, obviously you want to put those builds out there, but if you're winning awards, you want to get those awards out there. If you go to a lot of events like good guys and SEMA show, and, uh, we have a, we have a race shop that we work for, um, they go to a lot of the ultimate streetcar challenge events and some other mm -hmm. uh, C10 national stuff like that. So they post, Hey, we're going to be here. Mm -hmm. And so people can find them if they're at those events. Okay. Um, the, the image gallery was one of the first things you mentioned. Um, what, what benefit does that have for shops? Can you explain that a little more? Well, especially for shops, for, for any customer, but any local shops, people can come in and, and see your stuff. They probably see your, your builds at car shows and things like that. But if you're getting work from anywhere in the country, they don't necessarily might never even step foot in your shop, right? They might talk to you on the phone. So mm -hmm. if you build an image gallery that has, uh, we have one customer that their image galleries might have 500 images from when they got the car in the shop, all the shots of, of when they took it apart to when it was finished. 
and people love those galleries. We spent a lot of time keeping those updated for the customer. They update them themselves also, mm -hmm. but they've gotten that that's their biggest thing on their website is all their image galleries of all their restoration projects. Cause that really helps people understand how, how they work, the detail of their work, the kind of projects they work on, things like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so shifting gears a little bit um, to a more broad question, but um, some, what are some tools that shops can use to either improve, expand, start uh, their online presence, that digital footprint that you mentioned? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, there's a lot of free tools out there and everything from, you know, understanding what your customers are doing on your website, like making sure you have Google analytics on your website, making sure your website is connected to Google search console. We we've met a lot of customers inside and outside the, the, the automotive community that don't even know what search console is that can tell you a lot of what's happening on your website um, mm -hmm. for, and I mentioned this earlier for social media, the ease of scheduling things out as uh, the meta business manager, right? You don't have to mm -hmm. sit there on your, sometimes it's harder on your phone. You can sit there and have somebody develop a bunch of graphics. And we use a tool called Canva for a lot of that, mm -hmm. where it's not just posting a picture. You take a picture of a project and put your logo on it and maybe put the type of car you're working on, things like that to make it a little more interesting. There mm -hmm. are a lot of people that just like that raw organic stuff, you can do that too. Mm -hmm. um, there are tools like um, for SEO called Uber Suggest. There's some free tools out there where you can do keyword searches and put in keyword phrases that you believe that your customers might be searching for you. And it'll tell you, you know, if there's a volume, if people are actually using that keyword. And if they are, then you can use that in your content. Because if Google doesn't know it's an important keyword to you, if it's not listed on your site, Google doesn't know that. So they're not mm -hmm. going to rank you for a keyword phrase if you don't talk about it on your website. For, for the citations and the listings, um, looking at things like making sure that your Google My, Google My Business, it's Google Business Profiles now. I've been saying Google My Business forever, so it's hard to switch. <laughs> but you want to have... You want to make sure you claim it, have it optimized, have all your information correct on it, upload photos to it. That's huge locally. And it, it's another tool to tell Google who you are, where you are, what's important to you. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also for local, you know, there's Yelp and other pay, things like Yellow, Yellow Book. Believe it or not, people will find businesses through <laughs> Yellow Book. You know, I don't know if anybody's yeah. done a, a search online for something and the site they ended up wasn't the site that was listed there. It was another site where they clicked into one thing and ended up on the site they ultimately did business with. So, um, but understanding there's like 35 to 40 top citations that every business could have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we internally know what those are. We, we, we listed, we had a whole page at the SEMA show during our, our talk that probably had 50 icons on it. <laughs> and in the automotive space, we also looked at, you know, SEMA was one of them, Motor Trend Magazine. If you can get articles, too, about your work in magazines, that's a, they're online now. So that's yeah. another way to, to show up online beside your website. Okay, great. 
Well, Barry, I think that's about all the time we have. Uh, so uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate having you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Love it. Well, that's a wrap for this month. Thank you to Lear Group for their support of the program and for sponsoring this episode. You can learn more about Lear Group at lear.com. And that's spelled L-E-E-R.com. And thank you again to Barry for taking the time to join us this month. You can learn more about his digital marketing firm at motorheaddigital.com. And check out some of his work in the shop magazine while you're at it. If you enjoyed this episode, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And catch up on all the latest aftermarket news at theshopmag.com. That's it for this edition of In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Cheers. Cheers.